34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flush, joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flush. Hey there. And it's a Saturday. Uh, we're taking live calls. We'll see if we get any. If not, we always have this. It's a beer. <laughs> so we won't be bored. Uh, it's been a while. It has been a while. And, you know, this is one of the most exciting weeks for me in football is when any time the Chicago Bears can play the Green Bay Packers. I am a happy camper. Right. Same. Um, look, I don't know if we're going to win. I think, I don't know what I think. Uh, we'll get into the game, I guess. Um, when it comes down, we get Akeem Hicks back. I am excited about that. He is a beast. I just hope he's back to full health. He better be because we're risking a lot for nothing if he's not. Yeah. So that is probably my my very biggest concern. I don't know if you've heard some of the Bears throughout the week talking about how excited they are to have Hicks back. Um, I think that energizes this middle. He He's a big man. He frees up a lot of people. And we still have injuries. We uh, lost Roquan for the year. He's out. Yep. We've lost Trevathan. I don't think he's playing. Nope, he's not. But uh, we have Kwiatkowski to step in. And, uh, oh, gosh, what's the guy's name we talked about last time? Um, And I'm going blank on that, too. Maybe I ought to be popping a beer. It was Curtis's cousin last time we were talking. That's right. And, um, That's right. I'll, but look, any, at, I'll anyway, look for it. You any, keep going. Anyway, um, I, I really think that uh is it Kwiatkowski? how do you say Kwiatkowski? yeah Kwiatkowski. yeah i i'm been impressed by that young man he looks good yeah he really does he's all over the field he hustles he's involved in almost every play rarely he, do i see him out of position kevin pierre lewis is who oh yes that's right in. pierre so, pierre yeah so we'll see if uh if that works out yeah um, man, I'll tell you what, the, the hype surrounding Mitch Trubisky has been great. Um, it also doesn't justify anything. And when I say that it's, why is it that we win two games in a row? We will rip off two games in a row. Right. Mm -hmm. And on top of that. We we take these two games and everyone is just going nuts and it's like it's been here for three years now. Yeah. Well, you know, it's that Johnny come lately kind of attitude that you know. But I feel like yeah, I feel like it's like are we just forgetting about like I get that it's a long season. Are we just forgetting about all that? Well, I don't. I don't think. We as Bear fans are forgetting no, about so it. No, I disagree. I disagree you really, completely. You really think people have there forgotten is, there about is, that? There's a ton of fans that have, man. Are you kidding me? I, I, I talk to people all the time that are Bears fans, and they're like, oh, no, he's back. He's back. I want to take, take that amnesia pill. They must be taking that amnesia pill. Well, and the thing is, though, no one, everyone's afraid to call in. No one's going to call in and talk to us about it. That's what pisses me off. It's like, okay, you want to talk to me 
Well, I don't want to be on the I don't want to be on the radio. I was like, well, it's not. It's a podcast. So lucky for you. <laughs> but it's true. Like the hype surrounding is like, listen, everyone keeps saying the Bears are back. What are we back from? Because last year we went to the playoffs. Okay. This year we're not gonna we've we've we have taken a giant step backwards. Well, I I here's how I see it. We're not really back from anything. We played some very mediocre teams and some below average teams, and we scored some points between average and below average teams. Um, that doesn't bring us back from Jack. What we're looking at is a going into Green Bay, which is always for us a hostile territory. And yeah, but and, well, let's let's break down the game later. Let, let okay, let's, you want to get back? To I want to. I want to get back to not. Let's not forget what this season entailed. I am trying to keep the focus on, look, guys, we were supposed to be in the playoffs. We're, we're not going to finish. We're going to finish, what, third? It's pretty locked in almost. Yeah, I mean, pretty much a miracle would have to happen for I don't, us to make the playoffs. No, third place. Yeah, yeah. There's no, I mean, come on, what, you're not getting in the wild card. I I agree. I we have what like a three percent chance right now. Yeah, that was my that was my miracle statement. No, but I'm talking. You you went to playoffs. I want to say division. I'm okay. saying third in division. Ah, uh, yeah. I think that's pretty fair. No, no, <laughs> no. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you. Okay, I'm asking you if we go to third. What does that mean? Like, because we're getting third, right? Yes. Okay. What does that mean? That means we have went backwards. No, for you. Like, if you're in the... What does that mean for you? Like, because everyone's on... What I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to pull from you right now is... What I'm trying to get at is we have gone from a playoff contention, first winning team, all the way back down to third again. Like, we are dwelling in the bottom of the basement, and that's probably where we're going to stay... But yet, just because we rip off two wins in a row, which felt great, I'm not trying to take away from the win. But now everyone's talking like we're 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 making the playoffs, we're going to the Super Bowl, like that's all you hear. And I want your thoughts on that. Well, we're yeah. Well, first of all, we're not making the playoffs unless a miracle happens, just like I said before. And with that, my thoughts are this: we don't have our franchise quarterback. We don't have some of the offensive pieces like tight end that we desperately need. That's huge. See that the, yeah. we we don't have some of the key things on our our key positions on our offensive line. I honestly believe that needs to be beefed up also. Um, and we've got a bit of an issue at times. You know, if you watch Tolliver play last time, you know he's not that great. All right. No. And um, so we've got issues. Um, why? Why? We have such a hard time drafting key essential pieces. So far, the only pieces that Pace has hit on has been our defense, right? Yeah, for pretty much for the most part. Well, what name one that he's hit on draft-wise? Because Gabriel, free agency. Robinson, free agency. I guess Miller. Miller, maybe Miller. Maybe Miller. The jury's still out. We like him. Yeah. But he still has to show stuff. Um, he's failed on Trubisky. Um, co- <laughs> Can we talk about the Cody Whitehair thing? Yeah, let's do. 
why can't we, why aren't we capable of drafting people who are actually, I don't know how to say this. He can play both positions, but he shouldn't be playing both positions. You should not switch up the line that much. The offensive line needs to be a cohesive, in-sync unit, and he is having a problem right now snapping the ball high. He had that problem last year. We moved to guard. He played great. Now we have to move him back. It's like we need to start focusing on – we've already talked about the quarterback. We all know we need a quarterback. Why can't we – we're having problems with essential key pieces in – Lineman, because Kyle Long, love the dude, always hurt. Constantly. A lot of that's not his fault. When he's in there, he's a pro bowler. When he's not, you know, it hurts us. But maybe we need to start thinking because, I mean, look, I like I, I said, I like, I like Kyle Long. I have a jersey. We gave him a shitload of money, man. And it just feels like we just keep repeating the same stuff with pace. Yeah. Yeah, little little bit of the groundhog syndrome. Why do you think it is that we take linemen late and do do we think that they're a dime a dozen that yeah, they're well, not You took the words right out of my mouth. I I believe over the years we have not really taken that position seriously. If you look at some of the Super Bowl teams and the offensive linemen that they've chosen and where they've chosen them, mm-hmm. you'll see that some of the best built franchises start with that offensive line foundation to build their dynasties. Yeah. And and, and we really haven't done that. Why do you, I mean, I, I, the real reason Dallas is so good. Well, yeah. not so good. They're so good up front. And I mean, yeah, listen, we wiped the floor with them. <laughs> I'm saying so good up front is because, you know, credit to Jerry Jones. He did that. I don't know why we're not doing that. I, I, I think, we believe that those positions are not a priority and that you can always pick those dudes up in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh See, round. That bothers me, man, because you can't. That's no. not a thing. Well, what what the problem is this, from my perspective, a little different, is, is that sometimes you can, and that makes you think you can every time. Okay, no, that's a good point. That's, that's a really good that, point. That is my concern, is that every now and then you pick up a jewel in that fifth, seventh, maybe even eighth round, and you go, hey, that worked, man. And, and we it, can do that again. And it falls back to ego. They exactly. Don't wanna, yeah. Exactly. See what great pick I got in the seventh round? See, we don't need to spend that kind of money in the first and second round. I just, I still have, I'm having a hard time this year watching other games in the league. I don't know if you are. And by what I mean by that is we're 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 seeing a bunch of, Oh, we got a call? Matt's calling in. We'll we'll pick this up with Matt. All right. Hey, what's up, Matt? Not much. What's going on? Not much. Hey, we were just, uh, we were talking, and uh, you haven't missed much. Talking about the offensive line and stuff, but uh, uh, before I ask you a question, you called us. What's on your mind? You got anything? Uh, well, tomorrow, tomorrow's a big one right here. This is the true test right here. And the last game, you know, offensive line, they, they were good, but they're, they're a ways away from being in my good graces though. So tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a real, real test. It is. It is Matt. And I'm glad you brought that up. We were just talking a little bit about the offensive line and, um, how 
how we continue to struggle with kind of positions in terms of white hair going to center, not from guard uh, back from, from to guard center. back to center, back and forth. You know, Tyler and I, I think we see things pretty much the same way in that regard that people should stay in their positions, learn how to do that job because the offensive line has to be such a one unit in sync kind of thing. Yeah, we have to have cohesive. That's yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. Be in sync. Right. 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 And and we just right. we just don't seem to have that. Is that do you see that too? Yeah, I can I can see that too. Yeah. So uh, I right before you called oh go ahead. Sorry, Matt. Well, I think part of it could also be a pressure thing. Like, you know, expectations for Bears beat the Packers is like is like through the roof, you know, and sometimes I think they can fall, they can fall pressure to that, fall victim to that. You get what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that pressure cooker of that expectation is so high that they try to start doing more than they can do. Right. And when you attempt to do more than, than you can do, you end up not doing your own job. And, you know, they should just treat it like any other game, like just relax and, you know, just, just do what they do, you know? Yeah, I feel like, though, the big problem with that is Aaron Rodgers is not going to relax. Yeah. He loves this rivalry. He he, he and does. And he loves to win. Yeah. He so. does. He, and he's he's quite honestly had our number. Even as Bear fans, we have to admit, he's had our number here. Well, we had to go through freaking oh, Favre, yeah. and now Rodgers is just never ending. When do they get a suck? Yeah. yeah. When do they get a suck at well, quarterback? They- well, before they had Favre, they sucked for quite a while. So yeah, they're they're finally getting it. But, yeah, but on the bright side, the that one, wasn't our the glory one bright years. Side that we can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put the one bright side that we got to keep in mind is that Aaron Rodgers, he's fragile. Yes, keep he that is. in mind. He's fragile. So I I want to bring up something. If you guys remember the last game, before the game, the Packers were saying we want to keep Trubisky in the pocket. And we don't want him to beat us with our feet. We want him to pretty much throw the ball. He ended the game with like 260-some yards, I think, and one interception. And I think he ran for only 11 yards. Um, is that the secret? Do you think the, the, that's what the Packers are going to come at us with, is, is make Trubisky beat us? I think that's possible. Yeah, that's possible. But you got to keep, but at the same time, you know, it's football. Anything can happen. So, so, you know, last game, Trubisky really used his legs and he scrambled a whole lot. Do Do you think he needs to do that this game? Oh yeah. Like he needs to take risks. You know, he needs to, he needs to just, you know, take bigger risks and everything instead of playing it safe all the time. Because you got, because you remember the John Fox days. Unfortunately, you know he was too conservative with it. You got to take chances and take some risks out there. And Trubisky is no different. We never talked about that, but do you do you think John Fox was so conservative that his vibe and his aura just overtook Trubisky <laughs> into a conservative ball, and he can't break through from that? It's like he's in a dome. It's like the Truman Show. And he doesn't even know. Yeah. It. It's it's like a Chicago Bermuda Triangle, right? It is, yeah. It's the John Fox. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, actually. 
Well, that's a good way to put it. We were talking to Matt, and I want to pose this question to both of you. I am having Matt. You can go first. I'm having a really hard time watching other watching the rest of the league, and the reason I say this is because. There are so many players right now tearing it up that we've passed on that we did not want to yeah. pull the trigger on. And oh, it's the watching Lamar Jackson torch the Jets and the Jets acting like little high school girls getting his autograph. Like, I, I would like that. I would like a player like that in the backfield, you know? I mean, I don't think it's sustainable what the Ravens did, but, man, you get him that late, you take a chance. So my question to you is... Are you guys having the same problem watching the rest of the league, or is it just me? Well, I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying, but but I do and I don't. You know, it depends on what teams that we're watching here. Like, I look at a team like Miami. I have no issue watching <laughs> them at all. In fact, I think it's funny. You know what? But that that team, really that's a great point, Matt. I need to start watching more Miami games. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. There's your cure. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but at the but to answer your question, yeah, I get what you mean because you know watching Patrick Mahomes out there that can that bothers me a little bit. He's tearing it up, and he's one of the best that we have this season right now. But the fact that we could have had that guy that kind of bothers me a little bit. I mean, we could have had you know? almost everyone. Dad, what do you think? Yeah, it. I tell you, it's when I'm watching those teams. It's like when I'm watching the Texans, when I'm watching the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I, I think that, oh, my gosh, we could have had that quarterback. And that goes goes through my mind. I love Matt's take on it, though. Yeah, yeah. look at some of those other teams like Miami and their quarterback. By the way, though, I'm I'm a real fan of Fitzmagic. I love that guy. I think he, yeah. I think he is a fun quarterback to watch. And uh, even though he's not going to be a franchise quarterback, but but that that point's well taken. I think the problem I have the most with everything this pace regime has done in terms of making choices has been the I'll, I'll call it that an arrogance behind it, as if as if we 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 absolutely know what we're doing and. Um, if you just give us that faith and trust, we'll show you. And so far, I'm losing a little bit of faith and trust. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I've been saying I've been saying this for a long time, and I still hold this opinion to this day. Ryan Pace has secretly has secretly has to be a Packers fan. That's a good take, man. Honestly. So. Yeah. So you think he's going to be uh, up there tomorrow on the wrong side of the field? Well, well, we don't know. He could be anywhere. Yeah, he wearing wearing a uh, a mustache. Yeah, probably. I, and we're not talking an awesome. And we're not talking an awesome mustache like Ditka, but you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, Matt, do you have any more thoughts on the game coming up? Um, I have one thing on my mind for tomorrow, and that is go Bears. All right. All right. Sounds good, yeah. Matt. We'll let you go on that note and see All if we right. get anyone else to call in. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for calling yep. in. Thanks a lot. All right. Not a problem, man. Take it easy. Uh, see you guys. Bye. I said see you guys like I'm leaving. Yeah. Like where, I was, I, I was, was going to ask, where are you going, man? How am I, I, I doing? I, yeah. Yeah. Stay here with me for the rest of this, okay? I know. It's I was kind of hard to do it by myself. I didn't know what yeah. I was doing. All um, right. 
All right, let's uh, let's break down some of the game. This might be a shorter podcast unless we get more calls because it's weird because we're we're doing it without coming. Usually we come off a game, so we get a we get to talk about the the old game and then the game right. coming up, and now it's just. But I, I kind of like it though. I like this because it's it's kind of fun to be thinking about. All right, what are the what are the um, key factors to this game coming up? That what do the Bears have to do to win? What do the Packers have to do to stop us? I like kind of thinking that that process through. Um, because I, th- I, I think I know what the Packers are gonna do to stop us. I think yeah. we talked about it. Dallas, okay. Hold on. We have to address this. This just flew into my head. I could see. The little light bulb is actually above your head right now. If you could see it right now, it's like lit I can up. feel it. All right. I can feel it there. Um th- so every I'm not this is going to come across arrogant, but it's just true. Every major sports network is stealing from us, stealing our takes. Everything we say keeps coming into fruition a week or two later because they don't care about the Bears. I that it's East Coast West Coast bias. I stand by that. We're flyover country. We're flyover state, <laughs> not a country. I think that's a pretty big flyover. I I, I think this country is in region. So here's the thing with all of this. Um. Curtis brought up being mic'd up. And if you go back and listen to our podcast, we were joking about it. And then it happened. Mike Trubisky was mic'd up. We keep talking about things. It keeps happening. I don't remember everything we've talked about. But if you listen to this podcast as soon as it comes out, just, just listen to other media. I will bring up an example. Son, before you do that, before we end this podcast, could we talk about this week's lottery numbers? <laughs> Seriously. 4, 8, 28, 6, and 3 are your winning lottery numbers. We did it! So, back to the game. The Cowboys, we talked about how they played us wrong. Now everyone's doing that take. You go to first take, get up, the jump. You go on NFL Network. It's everywhere, and it's like... Why are you guys like so late to the show? Like it, we were on prime time. We were the only game and you think we'd get talked about more, but we don't. And that's fine. It's whatever. Okay. The point being, and this is what I was going to get into. The Packers are going to play us differently. They're going to play us harder. And by what I mean is harder is they are not going to vary from their, their game plan. Defensively, they're going to make Mitch stay in that pocket. Because that's their whole thing. He torches them on the ground. That's all he can do. They have said it before. Get him to stay in the pocket. We win the game. They'll put a spy on him, and um, they'll they'll try to make sure that he can't run up the middle. I don't think they'll spy on him. I don't. I don't think they'll put a spy out on him. I think what they'll do is they'll mix coverages up. Uh, we're not going to get the... This is going to be a huge test because we're not going to get the Ron Marinelli. Ron Marinelli with the Cowboys, he would line up if it's in zone, if it's in man. He didn't. He didn't scheme. Right. Well, he, just he doesn't comes hide. At you. He doesn't hide his scheme. Is what you're saying. Well, and he doesn't really scheme. If we're being completely honest, well, his, his scheme is go up, stop, My, like just stop him. You know, go up to the line, stop the run. 
I don't think they're going to put a spy on Trubisky. I don't. I think they'll mix it in maybe a little bit because I feel if they keep the pocket contained, right? And I honestly feel like they don't even need to get... He is a quarterback where they don't even need to get to the quarterback. They do not need to hit him. They do not need to sack him. If it comes, it comes. Because what happens with a sack is it allows him to step up and move within the pocket. If you dip and come around on the outside, he can come in. Okay, it's loose. What they're going to do is put like that half shell around him to where he has to be a pocket passer, and that's his greatest weakness. And I think that's what we're going to see on Sunday. I can I can see that. I can see that a lot. I think on the other side of the, the ball, um, I think the key thing with Aaron Rodgers is I was looking at Aaron Rodgers' stats, and he's one of those quarterbacks that when you flush him out of the pocket, he actually his accuracy rating actually goes up. So you want to keep Aaron Rodgers but, in the pocket. But his accuracy rating when blitzed in the pocket is one it, of the lowest in the league. Exactly. And this year, he's been also one of the most sacked quarterbacks, too, because they've had problems on both ends keeping well, containment. Well, yeah, that's because Brian Balaga's out. There's a lot. They have right. a lot of injuries right. up front. They so. have, but, but but they even if you looked at a couple of their other games, Ty, they even had problems before Balaga was out with some of that. So the perfect way to play him is look what look what um, San Francisco did, and, and the other West Coast teams did to him. They kept him contained in the they kept him contained in the pocket, and then they had a delayed rusher come up the middle. That was highly effective with those with that um, offense. Yeah, and it, it's just it doesn't even matter though. Like the the blitz, it can come, it cannot. As long as he's in the pocket, that's all they care about, and they'll do it. Yeah, Washington did it to us. Green Bay did it to us, and thank God Dallas is coached by a bunch of fucking idiots because they did not. And I don't know why. It baffles me the way Dallas got away from their. Every game plan, offensively, defensively, and I'll tell you what scares me about this game. Well, I I, I want to say something. Go ahead. I want to say something right there because I think you were right on target. But you know how there are certain coaches in the league that watch, you know, the first quarter, first half, and then they are fantastic at adjusting. Andy Reid's one of those coaches. Bill Belichick's one of those coaches. Does not Dallas remind you of just the opposite? Like they watch the first quarter and they're and and they're and they're like clueless still. Yeah, they I mean, are. It, it, it just it just baffles my imagination. But the problem I'm having with this game is what we talked about in the Dallas game that we thought they were going to do, and I'm pretty sure they're going to do it to us. They're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball a lot. Yep, we're going to see Aaron Jones a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, and I think that they're going to nickel and dime us, get the ball down the field more, maybe take a deep shot, maybe one or two. And then what's going to end up happening is Trubisky's only going to get so many possessions. So this is a really big game for him. It's going to be very interesting to see how everyone reacts. It's a big three games for him. Okay, the Packers defense, I said it weeks ago. We Months ago. Frauds. They're frauds. I don't know why everyone thought they were going to be so good, but they're not. You could see it right away. 
I, I'm in agreement with you. When you hear people talking about the Packers' defense, and they're talking about, wow, they're really good. I mean, this year they've gotten so much better against the pass. Um, they're better against the run. I, I kind of look at that and go, well, okay, better uh, is in. Uh, well, hold on now. I will, uh, I will prove whoever these idiots are. Jameis Winston, you want to hear his stats? Who just played the backers? Yeah. What? I mean, this is insane. He was 16 for 27, 170 yards, one TD, one pick. That's Haskins. Okay, he is god-awful. If Trubisky does not put up a better stat line than that, we're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have faith. I, I think we are going right back to where we all thought it this would be. I'm happy for the wins, but like I said, I'm not going to bullshit, and I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and blow smoke up your ass. I'm going to tell you how it is, and how it is is the Packers right now are a better team than us, and everyone's like, oh, well, they're winning ugly. You don't think they're getting up for this game? Oh, they're getting up for this game, and the Bears are getting up for this game. Are we? I'm I, that's, that's that. See, that's where I'm, I have a question mark. Are I, we as fans? I am. I'm always up to upset the Packers. But there's what scares me about this game is there's not really much on the line at all. What's on the line? Because nothing's really on the line. The Packers still next week play Minnesota. The fate's still in their hands. Loss to the Bears would hurt. It wouldn't devastate. It's not like we can knock them out of anything. It's not like we can leapfrog them. And and that makes me nervous. I think the Packers-Bears game always matters. I, I agree with you. It probably doesn't matter like it would matter if both of these teams were, you know, 10 and 2 or, you know, excuse me, 10 and three or whatever. But what I'm saying is um, that, that that I don't know if we're going to get up because their quarterback will get up and a quarterback leads. Rogers talks about it constantly in multiple interviews that he has done. He talks about this, a big game. He knows the exact, I don't even know. I don't know our record. Maybe I should, but I don't know the record. I don't know the ties. He knows everything. I don't see that out of Trubisky. I, it doesn't have to come from Trubisky. Leaders are, we have, let's talk about this. We don't have any leaders on this team, I feel like. I'm just being flat out honest. I mean, what, when's the last time, I, I already know the answer because obviously I just made up the question. When's the last time you think the Bears have had a leader? One who stood out with you and been like, you know, and it can be offense or defense. Just a, a, a leader, someone that's like, hey, well, this obviously, is my team. Brian Urlacher. Okay. I would argue. I know I'm not going to argue. That's perfect. But you know who we need? We need an Olin Krutz again. <laughs> yeah. He did not take shit, man. He went like, no, this is how it's going to go. This is how it's going to be. I don't feel like we have that voice anymore in this organization. And it's weird. Uh, Khalil Mack, he leads with, yeah, you could say he leads, but he leads more with. His play, I mean, yeah. he's not a very vocal person. No, he's not. And 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 you know what? We got a lot of guys on the defense that are that are like that. So I think I I get where you're coming from. I absolutely see it. I I honestly don't see anyone on offense that is that um, really vocal. Um, pull other guys up and you know bring them with you. 
kind of thing. Maybe oh. maybe they maybe it happens behind the scenes, but if you're watching the sidelines, you don't really see that. Have we gotten to the point where we don't we can't even criticize bad play? Like I don't know what kind of structure this is in the Bears organization where Nagy will say something to to, to Trubisky and then he'll walk off mad. It's like, but he won't let Trubisky see it. I want someone to say, hey, no, dude, you messed up. You know, like, get your shit together. I want that because that helps. The The old Bears, we never had problems like this. Like, you can see our defense kind of deteriorating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to play as much. Not wanting to, we didn't have that. We had Erlacher, we had Briggs, we had Tillman. Yeah, you, we had so many different levels and layers, and a head coach can be a leader, but there needs to be a point where a player is a leader because you know why? Players respect players. They respect coaches too, but players really respect the hell out of players. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, take a take a guy like Ray Lewis. You know, um, whether you liked Ray Lewis or you did not like him. Every single Baltimore Raven, when they played with Ray Lewis, looked up to him as, oh my gosh. Well, he, what he says is is just the way it is. The Super Bowl. Yeah. He, come on, man. He playing that. Yeah. Weeks before the playoff run, he goes, I'm retiring. And they rallied around him. I don't think we have that. No. We don't have it. And and I'm hoping that that we can find that. And... Because I, I do agree that that is desperately needed with this team. I want to get I want to get to what do you think it will take for Tabritsky to win to help the Bears win this game? I want to flip the script just for a second. We've talked about what the defense needs to do with to keep Trubisky from from um, being Trubisky, but but what does he need to do against the pack to really show? Um, not really just show, but really win this game. Take it on his back and win the game. I don't know. I you, honestly you think, don't. You think I, he can? I, you think he can do it? I don't it. think he can do it in one game for me. I don't think one game's going to do it. So if he comes from behind, oh, I see what you're saying to win, like just yeah. to win the game, not to win me over. No, sorry, I, he I was, doesn't. I'm yeah, thinking long term. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. I wasn't clear, but but to win this game, let's say let's say we fall behind. Trubisky's in a hole. He's not playing well. What's he need to do? He needs to just throw the ball accurately. We need to take shots downfield, even though he can't complete them. Just sh- take a shot. Take something. Take the top off the ball. Stop looking for checkdowns. Stop double hitching. Work on your foot. Get better footwork. But stop with the double hitching. The double hitching to me just shows you him going, he's open. And then right as he's like about to let go, going, nah, he's not open. He's open. Ah, it's, like, that, it's that indecisiveness, right? He yeah, needs to he, be decisive. Yeah. I think also no more. Look, miking up quarterbacks is really stupid. Okay. And quarterbacks, if you're out there, screw this PC culture bullshit. We know what goes on the field. And people... If you don't think they're cussing up a storm, saying some of the most vulgar, nastiest shit to each other because it's a game, and you're like, oh, well, they shouldn't be saying that. Well, you go have a 300-pound man hit you in the face over and over again for 60 minutes, okay? My point being in all this, enough with the coach talk and the there's coach speak, player speak. I hated listening to Trubisky mic'd up. 
oh my god, if that's the way he plays every game, you know, just end it now. Lord, just don't ever give him a mic again. <laughs> it's all clapping the hands. Let's go, boys. Let's go, boys. Good job, boys. Was, was he the quarterback or the cheerleader that He was day? the cheerleader, and it was so annoying. I was like, shut the hell up, man. That's not. That, there's no way you can talk like that. And it was the same thing when Russell Wilson. I'm not just picking on Trubisky. <laughs> Russell Wilson, when he was mic'd up on Monday Night Football, the same thing. The problem with miking up Trubisky is Trubisky was only for the Bears network. I mean, I just just say what you want to say. I'm tired. I'm so tired of getting this like coding like coding of this is what the NFL is. It's this is a non-violent, safe, fun playground league. No, it's not. We get that it's violent. We get that it's vulgar. Let's start seeing some personalities cuz we don't get to see personalities in that league anymore. And with Trubisky being mic'd up, it killed me. So to bring it all for full circle and back to what he needs to do, he just needs to start scoring. He needs to put up three TDs on a consistent basis. And I'm not even saying him. I don't need passing TDs. I just need offensively. I don't care if it's a rush. I will count it. I need something like that because we are taking a quarterback who is in his third year and acting like he's a fucking rookie. And I can't take it anymore. I can't take baby steps. Oh, bitch, two in a row. Clap, clap. <laughs> baby steps. Hey, buddy. <laughs> there you go, kid. There you go, Skip. <laughs> I feel like he's the kid at the end of the lot where that kid's dad and the dad being naggy thinks, thinks the world of his kid. And he projects that to you. But we all know his kid sucks, and we all know that he knows his kid sucks. That's how I feel about Mitch. All right. All I know right. I went on quite a tangent there, but... It's a-okay. I, I get it. I get it. So I'm just kind of curious. Um, what do you think the defense needs to do tomorrow to um, really help the Bears win this game? What do I? What? Yeah. What do you think our defense really needs to do tomorrow to help win this game? Not much. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I I tell you, I really think that teams have been able to run on us surprisingly well. I'm very anxious to see what that middle looks like when Akeem Hicks is back. And I think 17 points wins us the game. Oh, Yeah. I, easily. Two touchdowns and a field goal wins the game. I, I, I'll even go further. I, I think 14 points could win the game. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. We are in Lambeau. Maybe in Soldier Field I'd buy that, but Lambeau, <laughs> not so much. Um, hmm. Something to think about there. I think it's going to be low scoring. Take the under. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't even know what the under is. I, I, th I think actually... Um, Oh, you know what? I thought I saw it, but I can't remember what it was right now. So I guess that doesn't help us at all. All right. Anything else about the game? I got nothing. You... I got nothing on the game. Um, we're going to take calls for a couple more minutes, uh, but we'll, we won't stay on the air and just blabber. Uh, final prediction for the game. I say, I, oh, this hurts. This hurts. I, I'm I'm thinking the 
I'm thinking the pack wins. I'm thinking Packers 17, Bears 13. Now, if Trubisky can play decent, and I don't mean game manage. I mean, get that I was fucking just, ball. I, I get I was that just, fucking ball I, in the end zone. Okay. I was just about to ask you then, what you meant by manage. Then we can. Then we can win. But if not, then I think they're going to make him play quarterback. We already went over that. But, yeah, that's mine. 13-17 okay. Packers. Yeah. I, I'd like to I, beat them. Uh, I, I, want us, I want us to win so badly tomorrow. And I want to tell you that still hurts that we had to make those that prediction. But oh, oh, what can I say? Ideally, ideally, I uh, I would want Trubisky to throw five interceptions and we still win the game. That's what I ideally want because. I need him to have. I know he sucks, and I know he's not a franchise quarterback. I need our. I need him to be so bad that he just like can, the biggest ego can't deny it. You know? Can, can I just say something? What I am really sick of this year. What I am really sick of this year is going into every single game with the defense having to win the game for us. I am really, really sick of that. I want I want one game in which he really he being Trubisky really puts the team on his back and just slaughters the opponent. Yeah, so. I want that same thing. I don't know if we'll get it though. Um, you want him to do good though. I I do because I don't. Why do you want him to do good? Because I want to beat the Packers. But that doesn't make sense. Retract that now. That no. makes no I'm sense. Not, I'm not retracting that a bit. I yeah. want the Packers well, to be beaten. You have the right to your opinion, even though it's wrong. Um, <laughs> why would you want him to do good? It doesn't matter. Like, You don't think he can have a bad game we still beat the Packers? Like, you want him to do good, because if he does good, you know what that means. So you want him around. Uh, I didn't necessarily see that being the final outcome. If he does, that, if he lights it up? Are yeah. you kidding me? You think if he lights it up, that means that he's going to be if around forever? If he lights forever? it up, they pick up his fifth-year contract. Ah, uh, well, that's a whole... I, ah, hmm, starting to think, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, Starting to I, I question would, yourself. I, I would hate for that to happen. I'll just put it that way. But I didn't necessarily see those two absolutely being tied to one another. I do. You don't. You don't think by him doing good. I don't see I, that now. That you're starting to really confuse me. You don't see the correlation by him doing good and tearing it up that he sticks around. You think they no. still get rid of him? Yeah, because here's what happens. Ooh, he does, I don't. He, I do not see that. If he, he tears it up, he stays. No, uh, here's what here's what happens. If he would tear it up tomorrow and do really, really well, we go to the play the Minnesota Vikings. He doesn't do well there. The Chiefs come home. We lose the last game against the Chiefs. Last two games are what's in our mouth at the end of the year, not not this game. 
man, I don't know if he does. It says a lot against the pack, man. Big game against the pack goes a long way. I, I don't want that. I disagree. I don't want it. I want five interceptions and the Bears to win. That's all I want for Christmas. I don't think that's too much to ask. All right. All right. Well, I think Santa heard that all the way to the North Pole. Well, hopefully, because, I mean, I, I can't believe that's what you want. Ah, that, that's weird. That's that's really weird, but okay. I mean, it's it's whatever. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and I just, that boggle, that blows my mind. Hey, real quick, though, you still think the Eagles are winning? <laughs> The uh, division, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's more of a long shot at this point in time. But you know, the the Cowboys aren't looking so good. They might just get beat by the Rams. So, um, you know, they're still in it, and which is absolutely amazing. The NFC least division. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, that's all for this week. Uh, so remember, folks, it's always a good time when you bear down. Bear down.